This episode is brought to you by Santos Threads. Make sure to visit Santos-Threads for the latest and greatest in men's and women's Latino urban-inspired streetwear. Visit santos-threads.com. Hey, you are now listening to the Santos Says Podcast, episode number 39. Once again, it's that time. Joining you right now, your host, Santos, proud owner of Santos Threads. Of course, make sure to check out the spring 2022 collection, Santos Threads. Of course, santos-threads.com. And um, also, do remember, follow me on social media, Santos Thread Shop on Instagram, as well as uh, Santos Thread Shop on TikTok. And we don't stop. Of course, feeling good. We're here on episode number 39. Time flies when you're having fun, folks. On this episode, I will have a special guest. Uh, this person is, is an interesting person because I've actually known about him for several months. <laughs> for several months, uh, for several months through his manager and um and his wife, which um and I, I, you know, I had him on the back of my mind. I'm like, man, I have to speak with this individual. He goes by the name of Benny Gonzalez, and he has a very interesting history. And I want to talk about his career, what he's done, what he's up to. And um, he is a bachata artist. This is the first time I've had the uh, pleasure of interviewing a bachata artist on the podcast. So I'm very happy to do that. I always want to, you guys know what, what Santos says is all about. Um, it's all about bringing in those individuals who are entrepreneurial, who are uh, Latinos, minorities, people that are doing positive things and really bringing up, uh, bringing them kind of like telling their story, having them tell their story in their words and having that dialogue. So that's what it's all about. And without further ado, I'd like to welcome to the show, of course, as I mentioned, this person is an individual who's been at it for a while. He's been at it for some years, an artist grinding, of course, and um, Bachatero. And also, I'm going to ask him about his, his earlier music career as well because he you know, he did mention that he used to sing freestyle as well. So that's interesting. We'll get into all that and a lot more. So without further ado, I would like to welcome to the program Benny Gonzalez. Hey, what's going on, Santos? How you hey, doing? Hey, Benny, how you doing? You look like an artist. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you, I like that. You. I like that. Thank you for coming that. on. First of all, I really appreciate having you on, and um, love that um, you were gracious enough to come on, and, and I appreciate that. Oh no, thank you for the invitation. I haven't done this in a long time, so you know, bear with me as I'm you know trying to clear out some of the rust. <laughs> hey, listen, you're used to performing in front of people, yeah. Um, so it's funny. We'll get right into this. Let, let's shake off the rust, right? Bump and yep. Let's yeah. do it. Let's so do it, let's do it. here's the thing, right? Yep. I knew of you. See, I knew more of you than what you thought I knew of you. The yep. reason is because I had the honor of, not to go to, it's not a long story, but just to, to, I had the honor and the privilege of interviewing Mr. Yep. Bobby Simmons. Oh, and okay. because, yep. through him, right, I met your wife through him because she mentioned that you sing. Wow. Right? That, that uh, she was your agent. Way back now, yeah. Bruni. 
Yeah. Right? My fiance so, Bruni, yeah. Yeah, so I said, okay, um, that's awesome. I checked out your music back then. Que pasa? Life mm -hmm. happens. I go through all these different things as far as like I'm super busy and like you escape from my mind, right? Right. It's okay. You escape from my mind. Yep. And so then now I'm remembering you. I, a couple of weeks back, I'm remembering you again. I'm refreshing myself with the with your songs. And I'm like, you know what? I got to have him here. So that was the story. And so I'm glad that you're here. Ain't no problem. You know, sometimes it happens that way. You know, it doesn't happen at that precise moment, but then you know, it takes time before, you know, people start to acknowledge you and, you know, and that's when they pull through. So, you know, nevertheless, you know, I really do appreciate that you have me here, you know, and, and taking part of this interview. It means a lot. No, definitely. The pleasure is mine. So let's get into it, right? Let's talk about you. This is all about you. This this is this is your show, okay? Yes, sir. So yes, sir. we'll get into you. Let's do this. We'll let's talk, do it. Where, so let's start at the top. We'll start at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Where does Benny Gonzalez come from? We'll start at your, your beginning. Where where are you from? What is home to you? Well, home to me is the state of Hogan, Massachusetts. Okay. It's uh, way before Boston, Mass. So it's a little it's a little town. It's a little town they call Ghost Town. Okay. So that's yeah, I I've, I've heard raised. of it. I've never been there, but I've heard of it. Yes. Yeah, that's where I was born and raised. Um, majority of my life, I've been there. And uh, roughly about around the age between 12, 13, I, we, you know, my family and myself, we moved out to Puerto Rico and that's where I got to learn how to speak Spanish because I didn't know how to speak Spanish for the life of me. Didn't understand how to say hi. Uh, really? Oh, you were Americanized. Yeah. So I was born and raised out here in the state of Polio, Massachusetts. And then, you know, after living out there for three years, I, I did school, um, moved back out here and I ended up in Springfield, Massachusetts and I've been living there since. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. But so now, now I'm currently, now I'm currently in line again, uh, Manchester, New Hampshire. Nice, nice. All right, Manchester, New Hampshire. So you're keeping it in that general vicinity, right? It's not the same exact area, but let's say not far from the New England. Yeah, not, not far. Not for now, you know, because you never know with uh, with the music industry where you might end up at. You know, you just you can end up in one place and might end up in another. Yeah, for sure. You got to always be adaptable. So, yeah. Right. So. All right. So now the next question is, yeah. you are you are Puerto Rican. You are Puerto Rican descent, right? Yes, I am. Nice. OK. Yeah. Where is your family from exactly from the island? Because I'm also Puerto Rican myself. But. Well, I have a little bit of Bronx in me because my father was born and raised in, in the Bronx. Nice. Bronx, New York. And uh, my mother, she was born in in Guayanilla, Puerto Rico. But uh, she, you know, she was basically, she was born out there, but she was raised over here. So, okay. but you know, she, I have some of the island in me and then I have some of, you know, New York. Me, so, yeah. Let me and tell you, home. everybody, everybody that's either in Connecticut, mm -hmm. Massachusetts, Pennsylvania yep. has a route back to New York. Everyone. Yep. And that's where all the talent stuff, you know, all the talented um, artists come from. The majority of the artists that you you, you see around, that bloodline, it's it's in their blood. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. for sure, for sure. And 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 so, I mean, obviously, like you when you were telling me your story, how you 
Because I remember I heard your music and I was thinking I could hear some of that freestyle influence in you. Yeah. And then you told me it must, you know what? I got to be honest with you. I think in my subconsciousness, I must have remembered hearing something about that story because I don't, because then it refreshed my memory. I'm like, wait a second. You yeah. have that influence of a freestyle singer, but you're incorporating it in a bachata way that is very contemporary, Spanglish. Um, you could hear the influences. Talk to me about where that style came from. And you can also talk about your, if you want, in whatever order with the freestyle music. Where did you okay, get that well, from? Well, I've always, I've always been a re revolved around freestyle music, you know, from my, 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 you know, family members that were involved in the freestyle industry out in Massachusetts, it's a, it was a huge thing back then and a huge thing now, you know, it's still, um, out in Massachusetts, wherever you go, um, basically it's globally. I'm not a, as it was precisely like it was earlier back in the years. Um, but I've always liked the freestyle music. I've always been into freestyle music. When you know, when I would listen to George Lamont and Stevie B, and you had your Judy Torres and Lisa Melendez, and you know all these legendary artists and stuff like that. You know, you watch them on TV and all these music videos, and you just you you know it's just blew me away. You know, love music. You know that I'm I'm I've always been. Uh, you know, I've always had that thing with love music. I, I you know I, I would listen to hip hop and whatnot, but it wasn't something that caught my attention, you know, not, I would listen to stuff like LL Cool J and, uh, you know, you have your rapper Delight and, and Houdini, but I was more into the more love style of music. So, um, you know, I, I'm for unfortunate circumstances, I ended up losing my mother to cancer in 2007. She passed away at cancer, colon cancer. And, uh, I was with a friend of mine at one time. I was living with him at that time. And uh, he had told me that he knew someone that, that recorded music. And I was like, really, what kind of music does he record? And he told me, well, he does everything. He does reggaeton from, you know, hip hop to freestyle. When he mentioned freestyle, I was like, well, you know, I'll definitely swerve and want to try out the freestyle thing. See, you know, never know where it goes. So if I were to make a freestyle song, I would want to do a song precisely for my mother. She, she was the most important person in my life and a, a positive influence in my life. I would like to do something for her. So he ended up contacting the person and, and we all got connected in one place at, at his studio. Basically, you know, you know how, how a lot of us, he's fine, you know, his parents be doing yeah. We have a little, we have a, we have a little, uh, a little studio in our bedroom and we, we function with a mic and then you have your regular computer. We improvise. We improvise. We improvise. So, uh, the song was done within four hours and, uh, the song was called Una Flor. And, uh, I, I wrote the, the song was written by me and, uh, it, it's a nice song. It was a nice song. And I was I was able to perform it at a nightclub in Springfield. I don't know I don't know if you maybe have heard it or not, but it's called Skype. It was at that time it was called Skyplex Nightclub. It sounds familiar. Yeah, it, it sounds yeah. familiar. And uh, that was the spot, man. You had a lot of people that was over there. 
going to dance bachata and your salsa and your merengue and but freestyle you know in 2010 in the state of massachusetts mm. is it, it, it's not as strong you know it's not nobody was really into it like that you know what yeah. i'm saying but uh, the dj introduced me on stage and whatnot and he was like hey uh le quiero introducir una persona que que va a cantar para todos nosotros una canción que hizo en freestyle en español because in, in freestyle you know it's very rare where you hear spanish freestyle no right hear, right no, right you know what i'm saying it's very rare so you know a lot of people were like whoa that's something different so when the song started playing and i started singing it wow you know as i was singing i was looking towards the crowd that was there there was people crying and tears and all that it was real nice you know what I'm saying I, i got emotional because seeing that you know i i performed back then but you know like in school choirs you know in, in courses, right, right. but i've never sang publicly that was my first time and boy was i nervous i was really nervous <laughs> it was my first time i was like i said to myself like are these people going to boo me or are these people going to be like you know saying like i was like how are these people going to accept me so after singing it, i mean i got you know everybody applauded me and it, it was nice and that was the first time i ever performed but wow. i i felt like i felt like that was something blessing because it was something special of me i wanted to share with them it was my mother so Wow. That was where it started, yeah. And she was watching you. Look, she, she, yeah. you know that. Believe me, she knew how much you wanted that, and she, she was guiding you through that moment. Because there's no question. Yeah. I really believe in the, the idea of the guardian angel. Like it's, it's real. Like yeah. people joke like that, but it's not a joke. Like right, that, that's real. I really believe it exists. Because I'm sure you felt it many times. You could feel her presence. Yeah, um, I do. When you're doing what you're doing, right? Whenever you're doing what you love, she yeah. knows. A mother knows what their child loves to do. And so right. she was there guiding you through that moment. And it must have I been felt, great. I felt like she was there that night. I felt she was there that night. She was guiding me through it. You know, although I wasn't, she wasn't there physically, I wasn't able physically to see her, but I felt the presence. You know what I'm saying? I felt her spirit was there guiding me. Yeah, for nice. sure. And, and and you know what? That That's interesting you say that because that's not the only song you have dedicated to your mother. I know for a fact. No. You got another one that well, you dedicated. Yeah. Well, see, <clears throat> when I recorded that song in 2010, fast forwarding, I ended up re-recording the song in freestyle again. Wow. Really? Second time. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You may have probably haven't heard it, but the song was redone because what happened was is that some of the words were mis- pronounced okay yes understandable understandable right. so it was it was mispronounced so the producer at the time which his name is Artie Rodriguez I don't know if you've ever heard of Artie Rodriguez yes yeah sounds okay. familiar so, right so I got with Artie Rodriguez and we uh fixed some of the pronunciations in Spanish and then that's where we re-recorded the song over again in 2017 we re-recorded the song and more words were added to it uh, the song had a deserving longevity that it deserved because the first song was very it was nice but it was short but then again it was mispronounced 
So that's we that's how we ended up doing the song again. And it came out beautiful. It and, really did. You know, it's funny that you had the you had that kind of like that idea in your head, right? You're like, I I know that because it was for your mom too, you felt a sense of, hey, I gotta make this right. No yeah. matter how many years passes, right? You felt like you owed that yeah. to your mother to get yeah. it right, especially right from what you told me too. Knowing yeah. that, hey, she was from there. She was from Puerto Rico, even though she she lived here a long time in the states. Yeah. But you felt like, you know, she's not here. You know, this is for mommy. Yeah. I gotta get everything. Let me get it right. Let me get the pronunciation right. And you talk. You know, I appreciate you having that um, transparency too, because it can yeah. be hard when you're not right. Like you have that in your blood. You feel like, yeah, I'm Boricua. I'm Latino, yeah. right? But you know that you're. In your case, when you you mentioned your Spanish wasn't there yet, so right. you worked on it, and right. you you know kudos to you for going back. You could have left that song like that, right? Well, but yeah, you didn't want to do yeah. it. Well, you know, there's a say that sometimes people say you can't retouch something that's already has been done. Right. Correct. Yep. Because you know people you know people listen to how it was before, and they're used to how it's done before. Right. But this time when I made it again, I wanted to make sure that if I redid it. I wanted to make sure it made sense, and I wanted to make sure that people ended up loving it. That that's amazing. No, that, yeah. that's amazing, and and you know, I give you I give you a lot of credit for that, and okay. um, and so you mentioned right, going back to what you were saying because you talked about right in 2010 in the 2010 decade right in the, the 2010s yeah. you're there playing around with freestyle as you mentioned right if you will. Yeah. For lack yeah. of a better term, you're you're trying it out, experimenting, doing different things, yeah. and I yeah. guess you say you find that the reception was not where you wanted it to be. So now the question is, at what point did you discover bachata? Bachata, it, it's it's kind of funny when I mention it. I'm already smiling about it because that um, was browsing through Facebook, and um, I so happened to stumble. Uh, on a on a show that was gonna be booked in Methonian Mass, I'm not mistaken. It was so long ago, but there was a show that was booked, a bachata um, show that was booked for Methonian Mass, and bachata pop artist Dominic Marte was on the card. He was the main. I don't know if you know Dominic Marte is. Yeah, I do. I do. Very good singer. Very good so, singer. Underrated. Yeah. Yep. So soft, he, very soft voice. Right. So he um. He was booked for that show in Methonian Mass. And then I, I, you know, I'm a type of person, you know, I'm not, I'm not as much as I was then, like I am, you know, I was a lot more of a daredevil then. Right, so right, right. I, I ended up uh, calling the promoter that had put that event together and I called him and I said, Mira, este, este, so you know, the freestyle, y, y me gustaría ser así. Si por casualidad hay una oportunidad para mí abrir el show para Dominic, que si esto es aquello, and the promoter of that event turned it down. He's like, uh, yo no sé si eso puede ser posible porque ya tenemos la gente que, que pusimos en el fly, no podemos, right, right. you know. So I was like, all right, you know, say, but you and I know that that wasn't the case. The guy, que ya estamos comprometidos, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. you know, saying. Right. He doesn't know who I am through a hole in the wall, so he's not interested. Mm -hmm. Fine. So then, me being crazy as I was, I ended up going into Dominic's music page, and I sent Dominic himself a message. Mm. I, sent, I sent him a message personally. I was like, look, I'm such and such. 
I'm a freestyle artist and I would like to know if what are what are my um what are my chances of, of opening your show? I'm like, I know this I know this man ain't gonna send you a message. It's a waste of time, but whoever, you know, let's shot what. in the dark. Right. Shot in the dark. And then all of a sudden, boom, there goes the message. Wow. It was him. You know what I'm saying? He was like, Oh man, no problem. I'm gonna talk with the promoter. I was like, thing is I've already spoke with the promoter. And he told me that there wasn't any room. He's like, oh, I'm going to make you your room. So he goes back, talks to the promoter, gets back to me. He's like, you're going to open the show for me. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. So there I was. I opened up the show for him. And that's how pretty much I got myself, like, kind of a foot in the door when it came to the bachata scene. So, so my question for you, you know what I'm going to ask you, right? Because I'm, I'm very curious about this now. Yeah. What was the promoter's reaction to that? Did he see you and look like the cat who ate the canary? You know what I mean? Like, just kind of like. <laughs> kind, kind of, yeah. Right, right? Kinda that like, must have felt good. That must have felt good. Yeah, like, like he was like, you, you like, you effing, you know, like, you found a way and you jumped over me. Mm-hmm. You jumped, you, you, you got to the artist I booked to get yourself open. That's how, that's how I was though then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, now, the person I am today, I don't overstep boundaries. And that, to me, now, it's a it's a sign of disrespect. You know what I'm saying? It, you know what I'm saying? Like right now, I see things differently. I'm not much of a daredevil. If the people want to see me, they'll see me. If the people don't want to see me, they don't have to see me. But I look at things now as I'm gonna be recognized and acknowledged at some point. You know what I'm saying? Because right now, I'm 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 freshly doing this bachata thing. You know, and I've been taking music out. And my music has been featured in, in, in charts on the tropicals, a music choice. Yep. It's, it's, it's played uh, through different radio stations globally. So people are getting, uh, people are starting to adapt and getting to know who I am now. You know, I still, regardless of what, what is, what's been going on, as far as being number 20, number 10, number 15, or number one on the charts, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. Now, just because you're an artist and you're being established, you, you have a nice digital um, source that helps people globally know who you are as an artist. I still need that, that push. Of course. You know I'm saying yeah. I still need that push where, okay, uh, where a person gonna take me and go, let, let's me, let me present you to this world of music. Because I, I did the freestyle thing and I've seen with, I can honestly tell you, I've seen with freestyle's very best legends that there, there has been in the industry. You know, from Shannon to the Seven Lenders to uh, uh, who else? Uh, Coral, Suave. I've, I've, I've performed with all these big time artists in the freestyle industry, but there's only, to a certain limit to how far you can get to. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Right. So this, you know, like, not everybody's gonna want you to take their rice and beans, brother. If you know what I mean. Right. Right. You understand, you understand what right. I'm saying? Yeah, of course. So, of course, that's how it is. Yes. You know, what I'm saying, and, and it happens in every industry, not just. Not, not, it happens in every genre. It's just not freestyle, but I'm sure they have it in their bachata, merengue, salsa, but, you know, I'm right now. I'm I'm just getting started. You know, uh, there's, there's, 
plans that are going to be developing slowly but surely. It's a process, you know, in the, in the music industry, you have a lot of people that think that your success is going to happen overnight. That's not how, how it works. You know what I'm saying? That's not how it works. You know it's, your process is getting to people, get, getting to people to get to know who you are as an artist. You know what I'm saying? And then everything follows up behind that. Or now you're going to get booked. You're going to be traveling. You know what I'm saying? That's where I want to get to. But slowly but surely, I'm going to get that push. You know? Yeah. There's some, there's, a, there's some plans here and there that are coming in the works. But it takes time. Because right now, look what happened with all this pandemic thing. Yeah, it pushed everything back to the side. You know? Like right now, when this pandemic thing hit, bro, when this pandemic thing kicked in, it, it it threw me back. Right, right. Because I had already I had already finished my whole entire album, my destiny. I finished the whole entire album, ready to go. And then what happens? Boom! This pandemic hit, and it put everything on hold, on pause. You don't you don't see anybody in the music industry performing on stage. You, you, most, most of the you know, most of the time you were seeing everybody on virtual concerts. <laughs> yeah. And, Which and is not the same. It's just not the same. It's yeah. not the same. It's not the same as to where you're singing in front of a live crowd, a live audience. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's still like that today. Unless if you're someone in the industry on a platform. Right. You got right? a big machine behind you. Right. You, got a, big, you got a big team behind you that's going to support you. And, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna be there. That's the kind of support I'm trying to get to. But for right now, my objective is getting myself known. Yeah. And you know, use this this blessing that God has given us, that created this digital platform, in order for my face to be presented with now the music that I have. Now people have the face. They know who Benny Gonzalez is now through your platform. Now people are going to get to know who I am. They're going to get to hear my music and that stuff, you know? So, you know again, I think. No, no, for sure. It, no, the pleasure is mine because, you know, I knew you were talented. I heard, you know, I heard your music and I was like, what I liked about it was how you incorporated English and you had the your delivery, your cadence to singing is very different for, for what is typical or, or traditional bachata. Yeah. You know, which I like that you want to be different. Like, that's the thing. You want to stand out. You don't want to sound like, you know, let's say, for example, a Romeo Santos or you don't right? You don't want to yeah. sound you don't want to yeah. sound like these guys. You want to be yeah. you. Right. Benny Gonzalez, yeah. is Benny Gonzalez. So yeah. I like that, that you yeah. had that. You can hear the freestyle element, but it, it works because it's different. Right. And you that, know, that's that was the that was the whole thing. That's what. That's what I was looking at. I'm trying to get out here to be known as me. I don't want to be, uh, you know, I don't want to be uh, being uh, compared to any other artist. I want to be, you know, I want to be known for me and myself. This is the reason why I wanted to combine these two elements. Right. right. Two formulas together and present this, hey, look, this is something new. Yeah, it's bachata, but there's a different feel. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm presenting this to the world. So it's something, you know, and people are starting to adapt to it. The people are starting to adapt to it. They're wondering, 
who's this Benny Gonzalez? All right. All right. Because people are searching me up. Yeah, they see a face. There's not a music video, okay? There's not. Because independently, my brother, I, 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 I've been doing this with my fiance independently. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be plenty of music videos. They're coming. It's, right. They're going to come within time. This is a tough business, all right? You're going to have the good come with the bad and the bad come with the good. You're going to have to learn how to set both sides of the fence. You know what I'm saying? And what, what kind of pro progress, pros prosperity, or any goals that you're going to achieve if there's, no, there's not any failures, any holdbacks? You know what I'm saying? You have to catch the whip. Right, right, right. In order, right. To, see, in order to see yourself pull through. It's, it's very, it's time consuming, but you know. It's going to pay off. It's going to pay off. And I'm hoping that before it pays off, you know, I hope that when I do find the light at the end of the tunnel, I'm there to see it. And well, and if I'm not, and if I'm not, at least I know after death, I'm still living because my music's going to live for life. That's right. You know, That's I'm right. never going to be forgotten. Right. So, so people are not going to remember. If people are not going to know me while I'm living, people are going to know me about my music and who I am while I'm no longer here. That well said, well said. Because you know that's the thing. Like this is your legacy right here. So that's why. Like there's always that. You know, there's people, there's individuals such as yourself who get that. Right. They get that. This is your legacy. This is going to be what they know you as. You know. Yeah. My legacy is this and all the stuff I'm doing, the business, right? Like, this is all my stuff to pass on, right? So, I guess, like, my question for you, I have to know this, right? Yeah. They, there had to be someone along the way that asked you to sing salsa. There had to be. Yeah. Oh, Has that ever come across? Have you ever wanted to sing salsa or thought about it? Talk to me about that. Since you are, you are Boricua, so I just, yeah. Oh, I, I love salsa. Yeah, and I've had I've had numerous, uh, uh, you know, including Bruni as well. I've right, had right, a right. lot of people that that suggested like, you know, why don't you give salsa a try? You know, you sound like you have great vocals for salsa. I was like, I'll do it if the opportunity is there. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because like I told you again, I mean, salsa's expensive, if, if, by the way. Huh? It's expensive to make salsa. Yeah, I mean, in general, yeah, right. people yeah. don't know that, right? Yeah. yeah, in general, music, in general, the music, any genre of music, you have to be prepared. Mm -hmm. This isn't freestyle, man. <laughs> you know, this isn't yeah. freestyle. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to downfall freestyle. I know what you mean. Gonna yeah, always, yeah. I'm gonna always have love for freestyle, where that's where I came from. You need an orchestra, you need an orchestra, right. you need, I need they don't a band. Yeah. right? I need a band. Even with, with the salsa, when you're yeah. recording in the studio, these people bring in live instruments mm -hmm. to record in the studio to do sessions. Yeah, we're not talking about rapping over a beat or something like that. Right. You know? I love hip-hop, I'm just saying. Right. But most importantly about the music industry, you have to have the investments. Right. You have to have the investments. You have to prepare yourself for frustrations. Right, right. That comes with the territory. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm gonna tell. I have so I've had some moments, brother. Of course. Where I've been so frustrated, and at times, it's like at times, I'm like, damn, should I keep on going? 
Mm-hmm. Am I wasting my time? But then I have Bruni and I have other people that tell me, hold on, take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. Right. Think, collect everything together. It's going to come. You just need to be patient for it. You know what I'm saying? Nothing comes one day after the next. There's artists like, I can't, I can't mention new artists, but I know that there's artists that had longevity sitting on a, on a big start. It's taken them anywhere between 10, 15, 20 years, bro. Yeah, before, before anybody got, knew them. Yeah, before they even got the spotlight that they deserve. In this case, it could happen to me. You know, I've been in the industry since 2010. Here we are, bro, 2022. It will happen to you. And, I could. And, it will. It will. You got to manifest right. it, and I know you will. You, right. you, it will happen. You be especially if you're putting in the work. You know, you're putting in the work. You have the mm-hmm. ability. You have the talent. You have the desire. Now yeah. you're just building those connections, right? So you're building those right. connections. It right. will happen. Tell yourself that it's going right. to happen. It's just a matter. It's not if. It's a matter of when. As long as you right. keep that mindset. There's one, there's one thing very important when it comes to being in the industry of music, all right? And this is for a lot of the artists out there. You have to have a humble heart, bro. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to have a humble heart. You got to be a good person because whoever, whoever is there to stand in front of you to pick you up and help you guide you towards the right direction, that person at that one point in time that person was guided by somebody else that was humble. So the, the person that was humble before him made him become humble. And the person that decided to help me is humble because I'm humble. Right. You're not going to get far by skipping over heads. And oh. this, is why I, this is why I told you, you know what I'm saying? If you're trying to be in the industry to, to knock people off, for you to get ahead, let me tell you something. When you do get up there, the devil is waiting for you, bro. Right, right, right. The devil's waiting. The devil's waiting for you. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna snatch that from you. You know. He's gonna collect. He's gonna collect. <laughs> he's gonna collect what you jumped over, bro. So just be patient, be humble, be loving, be caring, and compassionate to others. Because when you do that, good things happen to you. I believe that. I really, I agree. I agree. I couldn't agree more because I feel like, you know, everybody wants, especially now, you know how it is. We live in this microwave society. Everybody wants things now. Like you got people with no talent, with millions of followers on TikTok and this and that. They're Mm. making money. God bless them. Whatever. But... This is where we're at. They want everything now, 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 now. There's no longevity in that. No, no. But that's the that's the part about people wanting things now, now, now. Is when you try to rush things, and you're trying to make it to that other pedestal, people are not gonna want to hear you, man. No. You know what I'm saying? People are gonna go from opening their ears and then shut it like that. Right. Right. And they're gonna look. They're gonna try to look forward to what's next. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot. Of, that's why you need to take your time. Take your time, and, and go to school, practice. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and see 
what you need to do to progress in the in, in the music industry. It's yeah. a tough business. It's a tough business. You got to be prepared for it, and you got to be ready for happiness, frustrations. You got to be happy. For, you got to be prepared for moments where you're gonna cry. You know what I mean? Of course. You know, at, at times you're gonna feel like there's failure. You got to prepare yourself for all that. It's not any, nothing's ever green on the other side. There's always going to be some stem of, of fireworks there and some flames. <laughs> right, right. Got, you know, it's like touching, it's like touching from the book, like the game after back off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, no, you're right. And, and, you know, that's the thing. And, and, you know, with you, with your music, right? Because yeah. I listen to a lot of your songs. I listened to them. There was a bunch of them. There was a few that, that stood out to me. A lot of them are relatable. That's what I liked about the lyrics. The lyrics are relatable. Like, you're talking about, like, right? And and that's what I'm, I'm curious because it's so fascinating to me. Your story is fascinating because I just, I look at you and I think of a, somebody who's persevered, who had a dream, who's probably at some point put their dream on hold, right? Yeah. And said, screw this. I'm going to do this. And I give you credit for that. Cause like, just like even like, for example, just what you were saying about, Oh, you know, no music video. I don't have, like nonsense. Like right. there's gonna, that's why I told you there's going to be music videos. It's just right. that everything, toda su tiempo, you know what I mean? Like everything doesn't happen in one day. So right. about your music, I wanted to ask you this song that I really like in particular, the world needs to know. <laughs> what did you think of that concept? The song the world needs to know was when I had first met Bruni. I knew it. I had an idea I, I, in my head. I, I didn't want to yeah. assume that. Yeah. But the world needs to know. And it's funny because that's another, that's a freestyle song. Okay. The world needs to know is a freestyle song. And the song at that point, that song had her name in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had her name in it. But then I, when I did the whole entire bachata thing, I took her name off, but I replaced it with something that still is significant to her. Okay. Regardless of her name's not mentioned, but in the bachata it's globally. So I wanted to be able to make sure that all the fans are going to be able to. Right, uh, right. I get to, Have that feel of what Relatability. you're doing in their lives. Yeah. So that song was dedicated to her. That's how well, that, that song came to be, yeah. yeah. I like that song. I, I liked it because a lot of everybody can, not everybody, but a lot of people can relate to that kind of story, right? Just how, yeah. how especially in today's day and age, right? How we, the way we communicate is so different, right? It's not the same. Like back, way back, you know, back in the day, you had to go to, uh, you go into a party, you go into a bar, you go into yeah. whatever, an are- a stadium or something to have an event and you yeah. meet somebody. No, like, now everything is different. Everybody's look at us. You know, we're having this interview and yeah. we're remote. We're able to converse from two different locations, right? Well, if you listen to the part of the song where I'm mentioning, it was one day on Facebook. Right. I no, I know. I heard that. That's how. That's how we met. We met through through social media. Unbelievable. Yep. And we met through a DJ, and we were talking, but it was about strictly business. Right. Because at that time she was involved with other artists and promoting other artists and stuff like that. Well, we wanted to get together and do the same thing with me. And then just one thing led to another and it blossomed into something interesting. 
you know, it came from from us working together to actually us working together right. and being in a relationship. So that's amazing. Now that's a great story, and it's funny. You were talking, going back to what you said before, going yeah. through the proper channels, right? Yeah. That's what I did to get you here, right? I went <laughs> yeah. through the proper channels. I I didn't go to you directly. I knew who you were. I didn't follow you yet on social media, but yeah. I knew who you were. I just I went through the proper channels. So right. <laughs> so that's, that's cool. shout out to her for putting yeah. this together. Yeah, and, and yeah, and it's like she told me uh, when she told me like, look, the, there's an interview, and somebody would like to interview you. Are you interested? I was like. Well, it's been a long time, but yeah, yeah, why not? You know, I'll be interested in, in why not? Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I really appreciate you, man. I really do appreciate you for taking time out of your busy schedule to have me on your platform and introduce me introduce me to your followers. Yeah. No, I don't know, my you know mm -hmm. no, go ahead, go ahead. No, that, that's that I do appreciate that, that you were willing to put me on your platform to be able to have your followers to get to know who I am. You know, the person, the singer, you know, thank you. <laughs> no, no, of course, the, the pleasure is mine. Listen, I'm, I'm all about, you know, a, a lot of this too, I tell people, yo le digo a mucha gente, right? Yo soy un cantante, un artista frustrado, okay? <laughs> I live vicariously through, I've yeah. interviewed a ton of artists, musicians. I live vicariously through you guys. So for me, this is always a, a, a thrill. It's always a joy. A lot, a lot of my episodes are about the artists telling the story. Um, mm -hmm. It's about entrepreneurs. It's a lot of Latinos who, such as yourself. Um, my last episode, I interviewed a, a, an R&B vocalist who is from Arizona. She's a, a Mexicana, tremendous artist. Um, mm -hmm. And I've interviewed other artists too, who sing different genres. Most of it is hip hop and R&B, but I said, you know what? I got to get a different genre in here. So I was like, let me interview a bachatero now who, who used to sing freestyle, right? So that, that was my thing. And, and especially since seeing what you're doing, I see the grind. I see what you're doing. And so yeah. I'm glad that we're pulling you back in to do more interviews. So Hey, that's cool. That's cool, you know? Because you never know from through this, I might end up being another other, you know, digital interviews and you know, through you, I'm like, there might be somebody watching now and be like, wow, let me get him started into an interview. And it might be in a different state and then a different state, maybe overseas. Because I've had, I've already had a couple interviews overseas. You know, it, it, through the bachata, I've been able to go overseas and presenting myself that way. So that's pretty cool. So a lot of things I've been able to accomplish, not in the freestyle genre, but as far as with the bachata thing, man, is really, is really getting, is, is really going somewhere. Yeah, It has That's, gone somewhere. It, it is, I feel really good about it. I feel really good about it. I'm glad, no, I'm definitely, I'm glad that is the case. Um, so uh, talking about you with, with um, as far as singing in, in bachata, right? In, um, in that genre, what has been the reception as far as your style from maybe the traditionalist? Because you're always gonna have that traditionalist um, right, the traditionalist consumer that says, "Hey, you know, la bachata no 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 se canta la bachata," you know, in English, right? Yeah. No se puede cantar en inglés, right? Bachata, mm -hmm. or that may have, you know, that may not. What do you say to that? Like, what is your, what has been your reception to as far as that, um, those individuals? 
I do respect the, the point of view. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion. But years, years start to move on and then things change. Right. There has to be some sort of adaption. In order for a, a particular genre of music to keep progressing, there has to be change. I agree. You know, I if, agree. If, there, if, if there's no change in acceptance, then it's gonna fall. It's gonna fall back. I mean, if you look back in the history of bachata, where in the roots where it very began, to where it is today, it's had a dramatic change. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. A dramatic change, and, and it's and just so many different styles of bachata. You're 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 starting to listen to bachata that's mixed with with reggaeton. Right. And you you have your your bachata mixed with its merengue, and, and it's salsa. Like like the song that Elvi Crepo did, just did not so long ago with with Gilberto Santa Rosa. Right, right. Had the salsa bachatero. The elements, the elements were put into that one song. So you have salsa, you have bachata, and you have merengue in one in one track. Yeah, it was a nice song. Yeah, it was good good um, rhythm, for sure. Yeah. And so, and this is what I'm, and this is the, the kind of, this is the formula I'm bringing to bachata. The formula and mixture between freestyle and the urban music in bachata. It's something fresh, new, and something that's being introduced to the world globally. I respect that. And I don't have no control. I really, honestly, I really have no control whether who's going to like it. Or who is not? Yeah. Whoever, whoever you know, whoever wants it can take it in. Whoever don't can stick to its original version. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I I agree because I the reason I ask that question because I'm always curious to know right how people because people always they're used to there's always a group of people a segment of of people consumers that say no this is not this they're like the hot, hardcore fans of an old they're, they're stuck in the past they like the old genre right they like even the salseros right you got some old salsa fans like oh this isn't funny all stars like i can't listen to it well funny i was out in the 70s you know like you you know they they don't like salsa from the 90s or the 2000s it's the same yeah, thing so it is I, figured I ask you know what it is it's not that they're they don't like the new music that's been coming out is having a adapt and a set to looking at new faces. Mm -hmm. I, I think that that's where that where it lays on the most. You know, everybody's they're so used to seeing your Tito Nieves, uh, Tito Roja que para cáncer, and, and you got your uh, Luis Enrique, uh, Tony Vega, and then you're you're listening to all these new newer artists, and they're not there's never going to be a similarity. No. What was once then was then it was great. That's history. That's, yeah, that's, that's going to live to the test of time. You can't rewrite history. Yeah. You can, you only, can. You, you can only, right. You can, what you only can work on now is writing the future and who's going to be able to ride along with you. Right. 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 You know I feel bad. You know, I got to tell you, and, and since we were talking about salsa as well, like I feel bad because I'm a, I'm a salsero. I love salsa myself as well. Um, 
I feel bad for the new generation that tries to sing that kind of music, that sings salsa, because it's almost like everything they do is not enough. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't get accepted. It doesn't get, like, people just dismiss it. No, this is not Grupo Nietzsche or whatever. This yeah. is not Gran Combo. This is not this. Is, and I, that bothers me because it's like the genre will eventually just fade into oblivion with that attitude, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, well, today, when, when a lot of these salsa concerts are, are happening, a lot, and, and yeah, they're happening out in all these arenas, but it's underground. Right. right. In order for you to watch India and, and uh, what's his name? India, Vitor Manuel. Vitor Manuel, yeah. They're not on, on the same platform as Mark Anthony. No. All right. Let's be realistic here. The only person that's had salsa on a on a pedestal has been Mark Anthony. Yes. And that and why? Mainstream, yes. And, and why? Because Mark Anthony has been able to adapt not just to only salsa, but you had the man singing reggaeton. You have him singing pop. Right. And all these right. other genres. So this is what's keeping his name alive. So when you're when you hear in every, in every corner, every street corner, Monica Anthony, everybody's gonna know the name. Right, right. right. You understand what I'm saying? And and that's what's keeping Mark Anthony where he's at today. Well, I felt like Victor Manuel was like a distant second for a while, though, yeah. uh, to be fair. Because um, he has songs in recent time, right? A couple years ago with Bad Bunny and stuff like that. So yeah. he did try to adapt. But again, like you said, there's only one Mark Anthony. So it's like Mark Anthony's Mark Anthony. And then everybody right. else is wherever they are. That's not, right. they can't reach like, like put me, for example, right? You have your Romeo Santos. Right, hey. Romeo Santos is on a pedestal, bro. Yeah, of course. I'm not gonna ever be a Romeo Santos. And I'll be the first to admit to that. I will never be as greater of an artist than Romeo Santos is. But I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna do whatever I can to stamp my name when people right. listen to Bachata. You can my be Benny Gonzalez. Be, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be Benny Gonzalez and everybody's gonna be like, oh, okay. Ese es el hombre que canta esa canción, una madre. Ese es que canta la canción Princesa Latina. You know, este, the world needs to know my songs. Yeah, yeah. Now, those songs were well done. And um, so before we go, I want to know, uh, right, about your, what do you have next? What's on the docket next for you? What is next in the world of Benny Gonzalez? Talk, talk to the audience. Let us know. Well, like I said, there's gonna there's some things that are gonna be developing. I cannot address them at the moment. <laughs> it's surprising. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's surprises that are gonna be coming. Um, but I can't say what I can say is, you know, I would I highly recommend for everybody to hold on to their seats because they're in for a ride. You know? Oh. And and, and, I'm, and I'm gonna be happy and I'm gonna be proud to share it with the world. Nice. You know. Nice. And, and, and the one thing that I would, if, if I were to give advice to anybody that's trying to get into the industry today, is just be patient. Be patient. Uh, never underestimate yourself. Uh, try your best to not allow for yourself that sense, that sense of wanting to give up. And just keep, just, just keep striving. 
keep striving, your moment's gonna come. But it takes time. For sure. No, for sure, definitely. That's great, great advice for for everybody out there for sure. I mean, that's you know, mm -hmm. for sure. Perseverance, right? Yeah, that's it. That's the word. Perseverance. So where where can so tell everybody where they can find your music? Okay, you can you can search my music on Spotify. Uh, you can go under Benny Gonzalez, Benny Gonzalez Music. You can go under Benny Gonzalez Topic on YouTube. Uh, you can go into uh, well, Apple Music, uh, SoundCloud, all these digital platforms. You'll find my music there. Benny music Gonzalez Choice. available on all digital platforms. Right. And you can also look me up on Music Choice on uh, your, cable, uh, your cable satellite distributor. You can go through there and, and look at my music on Music Choices there as well. Nice. That's a good look. That's a good yeah. look. Music Choice is a good look. Listen, people got to clean their house. They got to put the music on. They yeah. put on, oh, let me put music on the TV. I've found plenty of artists like that. Trust me. Cocinando en casa. You know, cocinando, limpiando, you can listen to some Benny Gonzalez. There you go. When you're cleaning, cooking, doing whatever you're doing at home, put on some Benny Gonzalez. Right. There you go. Um, Benny Gonzalez, uh, oh, social media. Plug your socials, please. Social media, you can, uh, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram, uh, Twitter, um, just all different, all different uh, platforms you can find me in. But majority of the time, you'll find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Nice. All right. Give, or WhatsApp. Give, or WhatsApp. <laughs> or WhatsApp. You got to give your, give your, um, give your handle because there's also going to be the audio version of this as well. So just, I want people to be able to uh, hear it. Um, so give your handles, just say the name, the, um, of where they can find you on each platform. So you can. Plug those. Right. On Facebook, you can look me up under Benny Gonzalez. Yep. On the Instagram, you can find me under Benny G1981. You can find me on Spotify, um, Apple Music, and all these digital platforms where you'll listen to my music. That's where you'll find me. Nice. Um, if there's any interest, is there, if there's anyone interested in booking me, feel free to contact. Uh, the number 413-693-6743. That's uh, Bruni De Leon. She's my manager that's been independently managing me and promoting my stuff. And uh, that's pretty much it. Man, excellent. Excellent, brother. Listen, I'm, I'm looking. Keep in touch, okay? Um, sure. I want to see what you have going on. I know, listen, when, I, when you have something, when you're ready to you know, release that next thing. And when you're ready, let me know. I want to be one of the first ones to find out. Okay. Oh, you will, you will, you will definitely, most definitely. And again, thank you so much for your time. And, thank and, you. And, and having me on your show. And uh, un abrazo y un saludo a todo el mundo que esté velando en este momento. Un abrazo fuerte, you know. Un placer, un placer. Muchas gracias. Hasta la thank próxima. You. Thank Hasta you. la próxima. Thank you so much. Benny Gonzalez, everybody. Um, that was that was great. Um, you know, I want to thank my guest Benny Gonzalez. That was a really good story. I mean, his story is just so interesting because he took a road that was a different road and then wound up in another place and he found his footing. And um, 
And so I always love these stories like this. And obviously, look, he's got some surprises. Um, he's got some things that he's working on. And I really, I look forward to seeing what he's going to do next because it's going to be really interesting to watch. And um, that's what it's all about. Uh, you know, it's all about uplifting. It's all about really um, having people tell their story because the, the story's not done. It's still being written. So um, definitely it's, it's, I look forward to seeing what he has next in store. And of course, that was episode number 39. Um, I want to thank my guests. Obviously, a uh, special shout out to Bruni De Leon as well for getting, uh, for having uh, Mr. Gonzalez on here uh, to have this interview. I really appreciate it. Um, special shout out to her. And, um, and of course, uh, don't forget to follow me on social media, please. Uh, Instagram, Santos Thread Shop, as well as on TikTok, Santos Thread Shop. Uh, the YouTube channel, The Santos Says Podcast. And away we go. If you didn't comment or like, make sure you comment, like, share the whole thing. And uh, that was episode 39. As always, don't just say what you mean or mean what you say. Say what you just.